You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast, and I'm your host. We are here live on November 22nd, 2020, the sixth day in the month of Kislev, 5781. Hanukkah, two and a half weeks away. Looking forward. And in Dafyomi, very exciting day. Erevin, Daf Kuf Hey 105, the last Daf in Erevin. Lots of Siyumim taking place between today and tomorrow, and tomorrow begins Pesachim. And very interesting fact, if my numbers are correct and my calendar is correct, Pesachim will end the five days before Pesach. So uh, that is a, a very timely schedule. It doesn't happen always in the uh, 12 year cycles, but it is happening. During this cycle. So it's a great time to start. Sakim is quite interesting. Uh, it is 43 degrees outside and cloudy. Going up to a high of 56 and cloudy. And overnight, one of those rare things. It's actually going to get warmer overnight by a couple of degrees. 58 degrees is the expected high. But rain starting at about 7 o'clock this evening through the night. In Jerusalem, it's 62 degrees and partly cloudy. And it's going down to 50 degrees and partly cloudy. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up at 7.30. This week we celebrate Thanksgiving here in the United States on Thursday. And uh, those of you uh, who are off of work but working from home, you get to uh, not go into your uh, workroom on Thursday. And many people are off on Friday also from work. I hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a great week, and uh, we're glad, as always, that you could join us. We're going to play lots of music, and we're going to start off with Shlomo Simcha, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Simchotomit, it's for the toy lolly, you're 
תסתכל בקמקם, אל תסתכל בקמקם, אין לו מה שיש בסוכו, Don't judge a book by its cover. אל תסתכל בקמקם, אל תסתכל בקמקם, אין לו מה שיש בסוכו, Don't judge a book by its cover. Thank you. 
JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, 7.30 in the morning, top of the uh, end of the first half hour, I should say, uh, of uh, of JM Sunday. Uh, Rabbi Goldwasser coming up in a few seconds. We heard from God Elbaz, Lipa Ofinat. We heard Avram Fried and Shlomo Simcha. And from the Jutu album, Am Chai, right here on uh, JM Sunday. This week is uh, the American holiday of Thanksgiving. And uh, wow, the month of November is almost over. <laughs> what a year. What a year it's been. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I did not check in on uh, on the app yet, and I apologize about that. I did not, uh, I did not do that. So I want to ha- say hi to... Uh, to uh, to listener Yitzchak and yes yes I'm glad I checked in Dora Lador is coming up right after morning chizuk I mentioned last week I couldn't get to it and that I would do it this week and yes it is set to come up right after morning chizuk great so looking forward to that and thank you all for joining us on the app uh yeah so let's get to morning chizuk. <laughs> At this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi Gawas, Rabbi Gawas's words, Lezecha Nishmas, Rav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and Lezecha Nishmas Esther, Pastor Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in Perk Yavos, Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi said, V'choyom v'yom basko yoytzeis, Every single day a heavenly voice comes and proclaims, Woe is to the Abrios, the creations, from the Elbon, from the insult of Torah. Sancherev, who was the king of Ashur, entered Yehuda. He set up camp outside the fenced cities, and he wanted to breach them. Chizkiyo, who was so sincere in his service of Hashem, he worked for Klal Yisrael. He was going to suffer because of the invasion. He swore to Hashem that he would bring Sancherev to Yerushalayim, and there he would have his downfall. However, Hashem said, I will bring Sancherev to Yerushalayim. What did Chizkiyot do? He had great sechuyos, great merits, because he provided the oil for the lamps in the shuls, in the batemidrashos, in order to study. He then planted a sword. We know that the yoke of Sancherev will be destroyed because of the oil of Chizkiyo. What did Chizkiyo do? He planted the sword in the door of the base Madrash. He proclaimed, whoever doesn't study Torah is going to be pierced with the sword. The great Tzadik of Shlomo Zaman Oyerbach asked the question, where do we see the law that if one doesn't study Torah, he is obligated with Misa that he has to die? He explains that Chizkiyo HaMelech and his court, his based in, paskind that since it was an Ace Tzara, a time of great distress, whoever closed his Gemara had the din of a Rodev, a pursuer, and one who pursues others is Chayev Misa. When the Chazonish was still in Avrech, a young man, he lived in Vilna at the time of war. The army imposed a strict curfew. 
No one was allowed to walk the streets. The Chazonish, however, ignored the curfew. After he learned with great depth, he went into the streets. And it was a wonder, because he walked right between the soldiers, and they didn't say anything to him. When he was asked about it, they asked, How could he do such a thing? It's pikuach nefesh, you're taking your life in your own hands. He answered, If I go to the base Madrash, and I come from the base Madrash, after I learn Torah, is that pikuach nefesh? Certainly not. We learn in the Talmud, the Torah shields us and protects us from all ill. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. As uh, promised, uh, Dora Ladar coming up next by Yerachmi Abigan of the Miami Boys Choir. Uh, requested by listener Yitzchak. I did want to mention that at 8.25 this morning, I'll be joined by Nachum Siegel, who has a major announcement to make. So he'll be on with us 8.25 Eastern Time uh, this morning. So that's in about 50 minutes from now, 5-0. Here's Dora Lador, Miami Boys Choir, by request on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Benny Friedman with Im Ein Anili. Before that, Simcha Liner, Gershon Vroba, and Yerachmiel Bogan in the Miami Boys Choir with Dora Lador followed Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, it's 10 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, and by request from listener Chaim Ufaratzda, this one from Baruch Levine, here on JM Sunday. We have a little surprise here for you tonight. On my most recent album, I was privileged to have a great... Hasidish Children's Choir joined me, the Sheer Veshevach Boys Choir. They joined me on my album and some great hit albums. So please welcome Chaim Meyer Fligman and the Sheer Veshevach Boys Choir. Oh, 
by uh, <laughs> by the Shiva Boys Choir here on uh, JM Sunday. We're going to get to Chana uh, Julian with the news from Israel in just a minute. Let's see. Before that, we heard um, Mendy Werdiger with Yedidim and by request from listener Chaim Ufaratzda Baruch Levine from Hask 27. And uh, that featured... Uh, the um, the Shir Vashevach Boys Choir. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> it is time for our news from Israel. Chana Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Chana Julian. Good morning, Matis. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Finance Minister Israel Katz, and Interior Minister Arya Derry held a video conference this morning with council heads from the communities along the Gaza border. This was to update them on a one billion shekel plan for tax benefits and property tax discounts that are expected to provide assistance in social services and security. The plan is also aimed at upgrading education and infrastructure in the area. Earlier this month, the Prime Minister announced that the Cabinet had approved the establishment of a new community in the Zdot Negev Regional Council District that is going to be located east of Kibbutz Sad. And so, so far, the name of the community is going to be called Hanun. So that is the good news for this morning on that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I, I Just jumping in for a second, I have many relatives on Kibbutz Saad down there really? in the Negev. Yes, yes. Who've been there for what? many, many decades. Many, many decades. You didn't tell me that, and I could have gotten live reports all this time. <laughs> Seriously? I can't believe you didn't tell me that. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Not I'm sorry to interrupt. I <laughs> and and I could have I could have gone down there. Oh well. I could have I could have stayed there and had live reports on all <laughs> the bomb shelters. They could have taken pictures of bomb shelters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yes, carry on, carry on. Don't mind me. <laughs> 
So let me let me tell you, there's there's also some other good news aside from the fact that Israel now has a deal on every single possible vaccine that's being produced in the United States. We also, of course, have our own domestic vaccine called Brylife, and uh, or Brylife, uh, and that is finally going to be ready for public use, hopefully by summer 2021. That's according to a report that was broadcast Friday by Channel 12 News. Uh, Brilife is a combination of the Hebrew word for health, briut, and life, and it includes the international abbreviation for Israel, IL, as well as the four letters that comprise the acronym for the lab at which this vaccine is being created, IIRB. Um, this is going to finally make its debut in the summer, but the clinical trials are not finished. The first clinical trial with humans is just being completed now. They have two more to go, but since uh, Israel is good at gambling, um, <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> this is the Israeli chutzpah, um, they're already producing 15 million doses. Um, because they're assuming that it's going to go well. Wow. So they're, they're already manufacturing 15 million doses to cover the country and whoever else they've decided to cover. Uh, in case it does not go well, we've already bought, or Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has bought, doses from uh, uh, Pfizer and also from AstraZeneca, and from Moderna, and uh, Netanyahu is also negotiating with President Vladimir Putin in Russia for their new uh, their new vaccine called Sputnik Five. No, so it's not. It is not called Sputnik <laughs> Five. Yeah, that's going on. Stop it. Sputnik. No, he calls it Sputnik Five. Sputnik is the space program, and and first <laughs> of all. I think the Israeli company would have been done with its vaccine sooner had they not spent so much time trying to come up with the acronym for the name. It's like, <laughs> well, they had to have some kind of fun. If you're stuck in a lab all day and you're looking at biochemical warfare and a vaccine, and I won't even talk about that mix, then you have to think about something that's going to give you some kind of a break. Oh, of course. That, that's why computer <laughs> programmers always come up with these crazy names and acronyms for things. I agree. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, so that's what's going on uh, with, with the, uh, the vaccine situation. We're going to have not only enough vaccines, but we're going to have more than enough just in case there's another round, another wave of COVID coming back and another and another. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you what else is going on. There's a lot going on, actually. So in addition to what's going on down by the Gaza border, um, the prime minister also said this morning that the cabinet is working on a plan for assistance to the coastal city of Ashkelon, because uh, even though the Gaza terrorists keep aiming their rockets at the city, there is a growing demand for apartments there. Apparently, people like to watch the rocket farm. I, well, I, I guess they must because people want to move to Ashkelon. It is a beautiful city. It really is. Speaking of rockets, last night there was another rocket attack from northern Gaza. 
another one. Can you imagine? So uh, one rocket was launched from the enclave. It damaged a warehouse in the industrial area of southern Ashkelon. There were no physical injuries reported, but nearly 150,000 people were sent racing for their bomb shelters at around 9.30 last night when the red alert rocket sirens started wailing, which is really ridiculous if you think about it. They've got to drag their kids out of bed and race them to bomb shelters or wherever they are. As usual, the, uh, the Israel Defense Forces last night, about an hour later, attacked Hamas in response to the rocket fire. However, last night's response was a little different. And I'll tell you why. IDF protocol is that following a rocket attack from Gaza, IDF soldiers near the Gaza front are manning their posts and they're waiting for orders to attack. The targets are pre-selected. But following last night's attack, Gaza sources reported in real time that the IDF immediately responded, really immediately, on the dime, and they opened fire. The IDF issued a denial that the attack was taking place at the time. I was on shift, so I, I saw that denial and I saw the report. The IDF, however, later discovered that an IDF tank along the border really had opened fire on one of those pre-selected Hamas positions without waiting for orders to fire. No Hamas terrorists were wounded or killed because they had already evacuated the position. See, this is the way it goes. You have to understand. They, they already know. Once they fire the rocket, they all get out of their bases because they know we're coming after them. It seems that the tank crew was very eager to confront the enemy, and so they jumped the gun. <laughs> you can't help it. Everybody is just waiting to go. Eventually, later in the, at, the, at night, later in the evening, uh, fighter planes, uh, Israel Air Force combat pilots and helicopters attacked 12 Hamas targets, including two rocket production sites, underground infrastructure, and a Hamas Navy training facility. There are, of course, no reports of Hamas wounded or dead at this point. I, I wonder if this is what was meant by the uh, news we heard last week of resumed a security cooperation between the Palestinians and Israel uh, that uh, that they're told when something is going to happen and they react right away. Or they, it's like, here's the security thing. We're going to be bombing you again. So, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, they've been they've already been doing this. for. This is an old routine. They, mm -hmm. They've been doing this for years. It's yeah. ridiculous already. They bomb a few empty buildings and on they go. Right. Proportional response. Well, that's why it's called. Uh, terrorism, I mean, you know, it's the obvious to invoke terror in people, uh, is is many times worse than actual damage. Well, that's on you, their side. Yeah, yeah, that's on, on their side. side. Right, right. Because they don't really care if our buildings are, are uh, occupied or not. Right, right, they're right. Aiming, I understand they're, that. They're, they're aiming to, to kill our people. Of course, of course. But it's the, it's the barrage of it. They know what's coming. They know what's going to happen, and they'll do it anyway. Right, exactly correct. 
So that's that's what's going on. But at least this time, for the first time, our guys actually jumped the gun. Right. <laughs> it's about time. I'm glad someone did it. <laughs> so let me give you a quick look now at the weather, just so that you'll know. For once, I can honestly say that winter is at least coming, but I, I think it's actually, in some respects, it's arrived. First of all, there was snow at the very top of the Hermon this week. We finally got some snow. Um, not that anybody can reach it because it's at a, a place on top of the Hermon that no one goes. So it's not accessible, but it is here. Second, uh, it's getting pretty cold. It's only 80 degrees today in Elat. <laughs> only 80. Can you imagine how cold it is? That is terrible. We're freezing down there. We're freezing. <laughs> and at night? It goes all the way down to the high 50s in a lot that are shivering. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. The water can't sustain uh, the, uh, the, the temperature that makes it comfortable to go in. Sorry. <laughs> However, it's, it's getting real cold in Jerusalem. It's 60. That's, it is 60 degrees in You're freezing. By the way, how, how, warm is the, how warm is the Dead Sea? Oh, the In Dead general. Sea is not warm. Let me not tell warm. you something. The Dead Sea, the Dead Sea is cold. That's cold water right now. And you don't want to go into high mineral, cold water, slightly oily mm -hmm. water mm -hmm. when it's cold. Right. You'll dehydrate it, probably. It's, very it's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. You don't want to go into it, believe me. <laughs> um, and... In the rest of the country, it's also, it's, a, it's, it's barely 60, and it's going into the low 50s around the country. And up in the north, it's getting even colder than that. It really is getting colder. Um, partly cloudy skies uh, around the country, and also tonight cloudy. Um, we've seen some light rain in the north and along the coastal plain, and we're going to see a little more of it tonight, and possibly during the week as well. By Wednesday... We'll be looking for some rain, and that's expected to continue into Friday. Wow. So well, we're getting there. During Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, we might get rain on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we do, we do have some turkeys here. That's what I'm told. Oh, yeah. From the news reports you said today, there are a lot of turkeys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah, we've got uh, them. Well, that's good. <laughs> so Keep I want to wish you... In particular, a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. You and too. And to all our listeners. Huh? <laughs> and a Shavua Tov. Thank you. And, and enjoy the cranberry sauce. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do they have cranberry sauce in Israel? I have found it at last. Oh. I have found it. There are no fresh cranberries here. I've spent right. years looking for them, but they don't exist. Mm -hmm. However... There are some some places that actually import canned cranberry sauce. And oddly enough, do you know where I found canned cranberry sauce? You will never believe it. Walgreens, ShopRite, mm -hmm. Costco. <laughs> there, is a, there is a store uh, in the center of town in Arad that is owned and run by Ger Hasidim for uh, bakery supplies and stuff. You know, women own this store. It's unbelievable. Nice young women, you know, mothers of children and so forth. 
and they have fancy little bakery doodads and things so you can make all those fancy cakes and they have imported canned cranberry sauce wow go figure i you know if it's in the world it's in israel let me tell you (laughs) wow well thank you for letting us know that thank you there you are the intelligence report for sunday Yes. yes. Have a great day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our, right? That's our, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you officially sign off and then I'll tell you what I was going to say. Have a good one, Matis. Shabutov. I'm Hannah Julian for Jam Sunday. <laughs> and that's our, that's our expanded deep analysis news from Israel, bringing in all different types of things into the discussion. <laughs> but we enjoy it because it's live and you're in Israel and uh, it's a great connection. So thank you so much for that and appreciate the stories that you bring to us. My pleasure. Stay safe. Have a great week. We'll catch you next week right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's uh, 8, uh, what time? 8.18 in the morning, Eastern time. And... Uh, Nachum Siegel will be joining us in about seven minutes for a major announcement, so we look forward to that. Uh, we appreciate, again, Hannah Julian joining us, and uh, that is uh, that is great. Um, great news from Israel. So what do we have next? Let's see. We have up Eif Simchas with the Didi Dai Dai right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Sunday, Mata Swan guest with you, and uh, we thank Hannah Julian again for uh, the extended news from Israel. We heard I've Simchas, and uh, before that, the Yeshiva Boys Choir. It's 8.25 a.m. Eastern Time in the morning. Yep, that's usually what a.m. means here on J.M. Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network, and we are pleased to be joined by the one and only... Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Matis. How you doing? All righty. Happy Sunday to you. Oh, thank you. I thank you every single Sunday for God knows how many years. (laughs) You are live. And boy, our data shows that there are a lot of people who appreciate you being live. I don't think if this program was recorded or pre-recorded, I should say, I don't think you'd have half the audience you have. So a very, or that we have. So, So thank you. Thank you very much. A live presentation is something that people are attracted to and that they love. And as usual, I thank you for uh, dedicating your early Sunday morning uh, to this program that we call JM Sunday. Mm-hmm. I also want to wish you a mazel tov. I'm assuming that you're one of the many, 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 many people who are completing Erevin today and starting Pesachim tomorrow. So yep. I'm going to wish you and all of the Dafiomi participants around the world a big mazel tov. Very exciting. Thank you. And as I mentioned early in the show, coincidentally, Pesachim will end five days before Pesach in this cycle. Interesting. Yeah. So first of all, see you in Bukhar. I will I will place bets on the leaderboard, 
that 92% of all siyumim this coming Erev Pesach for Siyum Bechor will be on Pesachim. Oh, I was going to place a bet that you're inviting us over to an Erevin Siyum with a big barbecue later today. That's ah, right. believe me, if, if it weren't for the current situation in the world, I what? would have done that. I wonder what situation you're alluding to. <laughs> well, I don't know the situation, but I know that you are here to give us a major announcement, and I don't know what it is. I'm very excited to hear it. Well, you'll need a map for this one, Matajau. You'll need a map for this one, and uh, I, 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 I'm glad the timing worked out this way because uh, we don't always save things for JM and the AM. When, when something happens, and this literally happened last night, uh, and it's breaking news as far as we're concerned at NSN. We go, uh, we hop on to JM Sunday with uh, Matis's uh, gracious invitation. We let everybody know what's going on. Uh, you'll need a map for this one, and of course, I'm going to have to give the caveat that you know, like you just said about the barbecue, assuming all COVID stuff remains as is. Right. Assuming, assuming that all regulations and restrictions remain as is, that we have a major announcement uh, to share with everybody. As usual, I want to start this announcement by thanking two groups of people who are really one group, but you'll get what I mean in a minute. I want to thank uh, Matis Wangast, Mark Zamek, uh, the people who uh, for all these years had, and, and continue, as you hear, uh, for 37 years, uh, continue to help us build an Alham Siegel network, and I've been there from the very, very beginning, and I thank them very, very much. Uh, the second group, of course, uh, I'll thank is uh, our, our uh, staff is working every day on projects like the one I'm about to announce, uh, including Miriam El Wallach and Yoni Pollock and everybody who's uh, and Avrami and everybody who's working hard, um, and, and our more recent additions to this network. And uh, both groups together as one group uh, really have uh, brought us to this point where we can make this major announcement. I'm happy to tell everybody that again, with all the caveats, etc. I'm happy to tell everybody that on December eighth. And ninth, and please God, the way the the, um, uh, the uh, schedule works out with the shows, the tenth as well, Erev Hanukkah, on December eighth, ninth, and tenth. Please God, we will be broadcasting from Dubai in the UAE, the, Uni- the United Arab Emirates. Uh, I don't know if any other Jewish radio entity, frankly, till this point has uh, has done anything. Well, first of all, there's nobody who does what we do, but aside from that. Uh, I don't think there's anybody who has um, already uh, uh, planted themselves for a few days in Dubai uh, to broadcast and to bring on really, really great guests. We have an amazing guest list who are going to be in Dubai for that week before Hanukkah um, and you know, to do something like this. But I-, I would venture to say we are the first, and we're going to wear that uh, with great pride until we actually get this trip going. Like I said, you know, we want to make sure COVID doesn't interfere. Uh, but assuming it doesn't, we will be the first, and we will be spending a good chunk of time, not just going into report, but literally to speak to the people, uh, to the leaders who are there, and to those who are making a big difference uh, in this incredible transformation of the uh, Gulf region and Israel, the relationship between Gulf region states, Gulf region countries, and Israel. Um, so we'll be there, and uh, it should be a real, yeah, we talk about miracles. It's Kislev, Hanukkah, as I said, you know, 8th, 9th, and 10th, 10th is there of Hanukkah. Uh, it's really a time of uh, uh, of year that we think of miracles. It's pretty miraculous the times we're living in right now, and we're going to see all that up close and personal uh, when we get to the UAE, when we get to Dubai on um, on the 8th of December. Please, God, please, God. And obviously the people involved in the Jewish Unity Initiative and a whole bunch of other very uh, interested and generous uh, sponsors 
are part of this. We have a great chairman that we'll speak about during the week uh, who's chairing the event. And, of course, we have uh, amazing people that are always helping us with the Jewish Unity Initiative and projects like this. Um, so that's it. It's a simple, I said you'd need a map. And, know, and knowing Matis, by the way, he'll be studying that map to make sure that I cover, I cover all the areas I need to get to in the UAE. <laughs> okay, let me tell you. First thing I did, I popped up Google Earth, right? <laughs> so right now I'm looking at the famous tallest building there. Uh, I'm checking out kosher restaurants. So I'm sure you have that down. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful country from everything that has been described. And that is an amazing, amazing initiative to do because... You, as the uh, as the head of the Nachum Siegel Network, obviously, but the Jewish Unity Initiative goes to places that make a difference in the Jewish world. And yeah. in this case, a country that we would not have thought of necessarily a number of years ago is making a difference in the Jewish world. And that and is I, where I, you're going. And I think you're making an even bigger point, and that is that... Um, in this case, because the Jewish Unity Initiative, you know, is tweaked each time we, we, we do one of these missions, and in this case, we are really bringing that part of the world to our listeners. We are really bringing that part of the world. You know, I want everyone to feel as if they're there when they're tuned in and listening to all of this and are tuned into all this. And there'll be video, of course, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff, social media, et cetera, that people will be able to follow uh, what's happening there while we're there. But that, that's, that's the whole point. The whole point is that we want to bring... Everyone together so that you know what's happening in Jewish communities around the world. And in this case, this is a Jewish community that's been getting a lot of attention, and a country that's been getting a lot of attention from, uh, from the uh, uh, Jewish people in the state of Israel. And we hope to bring you a flavor, a taste of that, uh, when we're there for those three days in December uh, leading up to Hanukkah. So it should be very exciting, it should be very interesting. And um, I, 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 knowing our listeners, they're going to appreciate it greatly. Uh, they like when we do things like this, and we bring parts of the world that are far away closer to them. And that's what we're going to be doing this time around uh, when we head to the UAE. So very exciting. Wow. Matis, I appreciate your reaction. I had, uh. a feeling, I had a feeling you'd go straight to some map or some, <laughs> or some globe. Well, you, uh. you know that they were, I mean, the UAE in that area, it wasn't called UAE centuries ago, but you know that area was part of the famous travels of Benjamin of Tudela. Correct. Who traveled around the 1100s, I believe, so yep. a couple, a couple of years back, and there were Jewish communities and there were Jews living there. It was under the control of Persia at that time, so there is history uh, that goes back centuries oh, yeah. to these areas. No question about that. Uh, plus, uh, the the whole juxtaposition that uh, that right acro- right across the river. Of course, meaning the Persian Gulf, yes. right across the river is Iran. <laughs> yeah. and we know what's happening there and the type of life that's going on. And then you go to the UAE on the other side, uh, Oman and Bahrain and Qatar and all the places that are in that area, and it's a completely different existence. Um, and all of that we will uh, obviously discuss, and all of that we will bring to uh, our listeners uh, when we get to the UAE December the 8th. So Looking this is a very, yeah. very interesting we have an amazing guest list, a uh, lot of interesting people. Uh, this the trip in general is going to be fascinating, making sure we, uh, <laughs> we, we get tested for COVID when you're supposed to get tested yeah. for COVID is going to be a challenge, but we're up to that, and hopefully we'll have all those details worked out. Right. Uh, but that's it. That's the, uh, the next Jewish Union initiative. A little bit different, a little bit different than Paris, which was, by the way, five years to the day of uh, when we were traveling to wow. the UAE. A little bit different than Paris, a little bit different than Venice. 
a little bit different from our Israel initiatives and certainly different from some of the ones we've done here in the United States, but certainly one that's going to get uh, a lot of attention and one that's going to be uh, very interesting for people who are tuned in and following this whole adventure. Absolutely. I can't wait to see the graphic on this. I, I assume Mark has yeah. a hand in this. I, got, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see what this is going to be like. Now you're putting the pressure on. I am. I am, absolutely. Now you're putting the pressure on. But, yeah, <laughs> we actually we actually got to get that going. And, uh, and, and uh, we'll release the official flyer coming up with all the people that have been uh, so helpful to us. And, um, and we'll build up to uh, what's going to be a very interesting pre-Conical week here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah, 15 days. <laughs> So you're going to be there. Wow, that's, some people would say for us that's a lot. It is a lot. You're right. Yeah, it is a lot. These days till but, we go. Oh, but please. that is uh, that that is that is great, and it's uh, it's great to hear, and it's really important. And uh, look, I, I like you said, we've been involved in uh, JM, uh, you know, back in, in the early days. Can you imagine thinking that that you would be going to Dubai? You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, and that might be really the reason why this is so appropriate that we're making this announcement and alerting the the uh, the uh, audience on this show because <clears throat> Matis predated me at what was then WFMU <laughs> okay and yes. and he and Mark and obviously so many others well I'm not going to list right now but so many others have been there either from the beginning or very close to the beginning and it's true could you imagine and th- those staff meetings that we used to have 25 30 years ago can you uh, imagine uh. If we would have said that there'll be a time when, on the airwaves that now we completely control, we're going yeah. to be in pla- we're going to be traveling to places like this and bringing programming like life in the UAE back to our listeners. It's... You're making such a an important big point here, and I and I, it's not going to be lost on me that this is really uh, a, tr- a tr- this is really a not just a symbol but an actuality, uh, a reality of tremendous growth and. Uh, and, and 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 a lot of faith from our community. You know, without the support of the community, this would be impossible to do. Right. That's where where people. You know, we're not doing a pitch now for. Uh, no, although no. the end of the year is coming soon, so it's a good time to get your donations in for tax time. I like that, but, about the but we can get that in there. Uh, but uh, yes, it is important throughout the year. This is the culmination of, I'm sure, months of planning and discussion, uh, if not longer. So you know, these things are kernels many, many, many months ago, and it takes a lot, and you have to make sure that there is logistics in place and the funding in place to be able to do something like this. You know, it's funny, and, and here I have to give credit to Miriam L. Wallach because uh, she ha- obviously the moment this whole thing happened with Israel and the UAE, so of course people are asking us when are you going to the UAE, you know, which is always the reaction when something good or bad happens sure. to some Jewish community around the world, which is fine. I'm glad that people do that, and I'm flattered that they do that. But ever since then, she has kept it in the front of her mind, and then finally, when the opportunity presented itself, especially with the help of Ariella Steinreich uh, and Steinreich Communications, when the, when, when the opportunity presented itself, she, she leaped forward and said, okay, here it is, here's the time to go, and here's the chance we have, and now we're going to do it. So kudos to her and to everybody, as you said, it takes a lot of effort. And by the way, Matis, what's the rule in this country? Can you talk about end-of-year giving before Thanksgiving? Have you violated Have you violated an unwritten rule in the United States? Yes or no? I need to know. I don't think so. I think it's okay. I think it's okay because in a week that we celebrate Thanksgiving, we're giving thanks for a lot of things. And the way to show thanks to the Nachum Siegel Network would be by making a nice contribution. All right. It's so I, tax can't let the, I can't let this opportunity go by then. I have to tell people that if they want to if they want to continue to support us 
and and continue to hear amazing projects like this uh, be uh, kicked off and be uh, brought to reality, then they should uh, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And Matis, it's not just a one-time donation. People can make monthly recurring donations as well. So Correct. We're Correct. talking about a lot of chances to support us here, and based on what you just said, and boy, do I hope you're right, because otherwise we have violated an unwritten <laughs> rule of the United States. Based on what you just said, we can talk about end-of-year giving before Thanksgiving. I wouldn't have done it if you didn't bring it up. And, and listeners out there, it is we did not plan this ahead of time. No, just, fact, you knew nothing about this other than I, I hinted you may need a map for this. Yeah, That's by the way, by the way, the list I sent you, because I had to guess. Oh, you told me, yes. the list I sent you, forget it. It's out the window. Matis, here's what Matis had said. <laughs> surmise this conversation would be about. <laughs> he said, uh, give me a second here, I have to just get to it. He said, uh, number one, um, NSN, NSN is traveling to Israel or elsewhere. I actually, did. Actually, actually, you were right. Yeah, yeah, I was right with that. I forgot yeah. that that was my first one, because after the second and third, I was like, ah, whatever. But it's funny, because um, because true. Israel, frankly, which obviously we've looked into a million times, in some ways, is more difficult for us to pull off right now than the UAE. So yeah. it's funny that you know that yeah. that this is happening the way it is. Uh, then Matis guessed that one of my children's engaged another one of Miriam Wallach's uh, <laughs> kids, uh, but no, that's not the case. Uh, then Matis said, and this is a good one and one that we really should explore. Maybe for the next time we are in Israel, please God. Hopefully he'll be there. Uh, he wants Matis says uh, he wants to hear Jonathan Pollard on JM and the AM, and that is a very very good idea. Uh, so, yes, Matis had some good guesses. His first one was right. We are traveling December 8th, please God, in the UAE for special programming. You'll hear it all on Jam and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm sure we'll do other shows as well, not just Jam and the AM. Uh, so it should be an action-packed uh, two, three days in a very, very significant place, both in our history, as Matis pointed out, and in terms of what's happening today in 2020. Matijau Tadaraba, thank you so much, or however they say it in, 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 in Dubai. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that's a I good... Don't... Well, now I guess they say to the Harabah. <laughs> it's true. And by the way, I have no I have no lead in, lead out or whatever you call it, song, to, to go from, from you don't here. Ha- you don't have a, uh, a, a Dubai selection? <laughs> I do not, but... I mean, what's going on here? What, what's happening with our database? I don't know. Is that appropriate for Dubai? All I know is I'm waiting for Yerachma Begun now to do a song about Dubai. It's like, remember the old ones, the Toronto, Miami? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Isn't this world getting smaller and smaller? You know, it's interesting you say that, and if you have another minute, yeah. in, in certain ways, obviously over the last couple of decades, the, the ability to connect with people around the world has been made tremendously easier. And we look to our friends at, uh, at Lubavitch who are all over the world. By the way, I wonder if they have a uh, – have to look into that. If there's oh, a I Lubavitch. would think so. I'm sure. So um, all over the world, and when you think about what it takes to have a Jewish united world, uh, these – the ability to have the technology and to have the ability to travel – does make it easier to have a united Jewish world and one that we can take advantage of in good ways and bad ways. When we hear good news, it's instantaneous. When we hear bad news, unfortunately, it's instantaneous. But it gives a connection that people never had before. It would take weeks, if not longer, to hear news from Israel. Now it's like instantaneous. And when you think about that in in the scheme of the way the world is going and tying the Jewish communities together, uh, I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it is unbelievable. Sometimes we have to just sit back and look at the bigger picture, and you're so right. It really is amazing. 
Matis, I thank you so much. And oh. uh, this should, uh, one of the one of the things I know about you, and I know people may think this is just a line, but it's so true. When we travel and do this stuff, you, you could be sitting literally in New Jersey, and you are with us. You are enjoying every minute of it, and you are tracking what we're doing, and you're making suggestions of what we should be doing. And it's always great. So, so thank you. Right. I love your enthusiasm. I, and love your support. I, I have to tell you that apparently I looked this up while we were talking. Uh, <laughs> rabbi Levi Duckman has been the only rabbi in um, United Arab Emirates for the last uh, six years or so. There you go. But they announced on the uh, the end of October that there is going to be a um, an emissary to the United Arab Emirates. So it's going to be official. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, uh, there are, and there are other rabbis in other uh, positions there now as well, and other rabbis and community leaders have had uh, a big, big influence over the last few months and years, so we'll right. have a chance, hopefully, to speak with all of them. Can you imagine uh, celebrating, sorry to interrupt, can you imagine celebrating Hanukkah in Dubai? Okay, anyway. Well, our plan, by the way, <laughs> for those of you who are concerned about our families, which I always appreciate because people are like, you know, how do you guys do this? Our plan is to land back in the New York area two to three hours before Hanukkah. Wow. So, you know, even though, like I said, even though Thursday's show will please God be Erev Hanukkah from Dubai, that might be done a drop in advance. Right. But we are uh, we are hoping to light Hanukkah candles with our family. Nice, please nice. God. So. Uh, mazel Tov, Nachum. That's great news to hear. We look forward to hearing a lot more about it in the coming days and a uh, week or so until you head off. And then, of course, the great programming from Dubai. Thank you, Matis. Thank you for everything. Nachum Siegel, right here on JM Sunday. Thank you so much for giving us that announcement, the ability and the opportunity to uh, to announce that. That is that is an amazing thing. The more I think about it, uh, the more I really honestly believe the, the idea and the notion to be able to do something like that uh, once getting past all the COVID issues with relative ease. I say relative because it's uh, not easy to pull off something like that and do the logistics, but with relative ease to be able to do something like that and react to the news of the day and to be there to support the Jewish community that is there and bring it to the world at large is something absolutely amazing. Uh, up next, Yisrael Barachov with Yerushalayim, right here on a very exciting JM Sunday morning.
שמעתי שעושים פה מסיבה בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני תשים את הצרות מאחוריי אני לא הולך עד שכולכם מג'נונים שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים
הפכת מספידי למחול לי, פיתחת סקיבה, תעזר משמחה, הפכת מספידי למחול לי, פיתחת סקיבה, תעזר משמחה, הפכת מספידי למחול לי פיתחת סקירה, תעזרי לי שמחה. הפכת מספדי למחול לי. פיתחת סקירה, ותעזרי לי שמחה. הפכת מספדי 
למחול לי. פיתח את השקים, ותעזרי לי שמחה. ותעזרי לי שמחה. Yitzchak Fuchs with Hafachta. Boy, I'll tell you the uh, information that Nachum gave us and the major announcement uh, that JM, the Nachum Siegel Network and the uh, Jewish Unity Initiative will be traveling to Dubai really lit up the uh, app and the internet. Uh, People are already asking how you're going to fly there, what airline you're going to use. They're thanking you for uh, Nachum for making the announcement today and... uh, already giving you itinerary plans as to what you should be doing before and after your trip. But it's absolutely amazing that um, this is taking place. Thank you so much for making that announcement that the Jewish Unity Initiative and Nachum Siegel Network will be traveling to Dubai December 8th, 9th, and uh, 10th, just uh, two weeks or so from now. Absolutely amazing. Uh, 1948 on the app, listener 1948 had mentioned that Omar Adam was uh, in Dubai, or is in Dubai, so we played a selection of his uh, a few minutes ago. We played a selection of his from the Moda Ani album. So uh, we appreciate uh, that we found out about that. Mazel Tov on the Siyum for Misakas Erevin today, tomorrow, whenever you're making it. uh, Join the Dafyomi. It's tomorrow starting Pesachim. As I mentioned, Pesachim finishes five days before Pesach, so it's very timely. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody who is celebrating that later this week. Have a great week and a great Shabbos, everyone. And we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NachumSiegel.com right here at the Nachum Siegel Network.